Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. This week we're talking about quitting, something that is highly topical for me right now and for a pretty huge chunk of North Americans right now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. A record 4 million people quit their jobs in America in April alone. Wow. And the Labor Department reported a record-breaking 10.9 million open jobs in the U.S. at the end of July. So all the kid, cool kids are doing it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they're, they're dubbing this right now the Great Resignation. And wow. I joined the movement this September when I called it quits at my magazine job to go full freelance and start my own business. And it was, you know, a bit liberating because this is, I've gone back to these magazines over and over again for years and they've kind of been, you know, met like my safety blanket. They're yeah. how I got my start in the industry. They've meant so much. And quitting was a bit of a defining moment of like, time to go all in on the things that I want Yay. to do and my and my own ideas so so proud of you dude thanks dude and I'm far from the only one considering how many memes I've seen about this lately like my friends and I have been texting each other these memes back and forth about how 2021 is the year you celebrate and congratulate your friends for quitting your job instead of getting jobs lol so I love funny. that <laughs> but also Quitting isn't exclusively about work and neither is this episode. So this applies to so much more than that. Yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like when we think about quitting, we usually think about these big, scary things like quitting a job, a marriage or a committed relationship. But it also applies to the little things in life, like quitting a crappy mindset or a bad habit or something like smoking or drinking too much. Maybe even quitting somewhere you don't want to live anymore, like ending a toxic relationship. There's just so many things. And it's really about stopping anything that no longer serves you. Mm -hmm. And we were listening to a podcast on quitting and it was pretty crazy when they told us what the Latin origin of the word is. And it literally means to, to be set free. Wow. And another origin of quit is calm and rested. I feel like that says it all. That's, that's, that's how I felt after I've quit jobs. So Yeah. <laughs> Get literally free. Yeah. <laughs> and... It's, it's so funny because I feel like when you look at that origin to set free, it has such a positive meaning. But I feel like quitting has gotten such a bad rap in mm -hmm. previous generations who were raised to believe quitting was the easy way out or that it, it they equated quitting to giving up or being weak or you're not tough if you quit. You're not pushing yourself. It's like every sports movie ever is just like anti-quitting. Yeah. And thank God younger generations have figured out that quitting can just be self-preservation, self-love, opening up doors to pivot to better opportunities because we can do that when we close the door on toxic ones. Mm -hmm. And by quitting, we can make the difficult choice to choose what's truly best for us. Like my favorite person ever, Glennon Doyle, who you all know by now I'm obsessed with, <laughs> says, choose your hard. Leaving is hard, but so is staying in something that makes you unhappy. Oh, that is a friggin' truth bomb right there. It is huge. Like, it's never going to be easy, but it's also not easy to be unhappy where you are. So, like, choose your heart. Yeah, and do, and do something about it. And Glennon famously loves quitting. Like, she speaks about it a lot. <laughs> and she's brought up another really good point when she said, don't keep making the same mistake just because you spent a long time making it. Oof, that's so good. Oh, and maybe that's how you kind of felt going back to magazines yeah. and, like... 
Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people get trapped in situations that aren't really good for them because they've just invested so much of their time or education or just years learning about that certain role or, Mm -hmm. I don't know, field. But they don't want to throw it all away just by quitting. But like, you know, just because you've done something for a long time doesn't mean you need to keep doing it. Like you've learned so much from that, those experiences in your case that you can go freelance, you can do it on your own. You don't need to have a big corporation behind you. It's true. And also you're never going to, you're never going to actually throw something away by quitting because all of those skills that you learned will be transferable Mm -hmm. in, in a different area. And the same goes for relationships. Like you hear a lot of people being like, oh, I like, I can't quit now. I've put 10 years into this. It's like, yeah, okay, well. Do you want to put 20 more in being unhappy, first of all? And second of all, you learned so much about yourself. You grew so much. And probably if you're feeling like you might want to quit that relationship, you now are closer to understanding what your needs are and what your wants are. So you haven't wasted time, but you will if you keep going with something that you don't want to do anymore. 100%. And as it pertains to work, like think about it. If 70% of your week is work days and you absolutely dread going to work, you dread almost three quarters of your life that's fucked that's really fucked when you put it that way yeah three quarters of your life and I think that's why so many people are quitting and leaving right now because the pandemic has changed our mindsets in ways I don't even think we understand yet and they've allowed us to explore flexibility and new ways to approach our time and for some people they've gotten to figure out boundaries I know some people though also haven't because their works have gotten more fucked during COVID because yeah, they're always on and available yeah. it's hard and minimum wages aren't budging either which is the worst and most gen y and gen z's are overworked and underpaid living in cities they can't afford and just logging in overtime that no one's getting compensated for yep so it's rough and most people are just sick of the burnout from hiring freezes and understaffing and just having less investment employee culture and Honestly, there's, I think there's going to be a major increase in entrepreneurship and gig economy now because of all of this, like everyone's quitting. And we actually saw some stats. Gig workers now represent more than one in 10 Canadian adults and 20% of millennials. That's huge. It's huge. And then over a third of Canadian businesses, like I think it was 37% employ gig workers. Yeah. So you're on the trend. You're on the trend. I'm on the pulse. (laughs) It's just like... Yeah, a mass exodus to independent working because whatever systems we have right now, they're not working for people. No. And some companies are doing a great job and they've adapted and changed probably because of the pandemic. But for the ones that haven't, they're going to see like a mass exodus of of people. Agreed. Okay. So should I stay or should I go? How do I know? (laughs) Seriously, how do you know? How do you know? (laughs) So if you're, yeah, if you're debating about whether it's time to quit, here are five of the biggest signs that it might be time to pull the plug on your job, your relationship, your living situation, whatever it is. First and foremost, if it's impacting your physical and mental health, Mm -hmm. if your life is plagued by stress, your sleep and even your appetite are impacted, you're physically feeling unwell because of it, or it's affecting your relationships with others, it's time to get the fuck out nothing is worth the price of your health and we Mm -hmm. have both felt the brutal repercussions of burnout from our workplaces and guys just like imagine a world where we aren't plagued by sunday scaries that could be our reality that could be our reality yeah right yeah no we you got to put your mental health first yeah and then the second is if it's diminished your confidence and forcing you to change who you are. Mm-hmm. So whether that's from a micromanaging boss, gaslighting coworkers, or a manipulative partner, if your confidence is taking a major hit and you're suddenly questioning your abilities and your, your worthiness all the time, 
that is a major red flag that you're in a bad environment. Yeah. Like you should always feel valued and always feel like you're able to be yourself. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's really sad to see people like reduce themselves and who they are in a situation. And if, yeah. if that's happening, get the fuck out. It's time. <laughs> if you have lost all inspiration, motivation, and joy, that's a huge sign. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't get out of that rut that you're in without quitting and changing your circumstances. So if you've lost all inspiration and excitement in your work or your hobby or your relationship and you're not learning, you're not growing, you just might have hit a dead end. And studies even show that learning new things strongly correlates with happiness. So it is important to be in an environment where you are learning and growing and given opportunities regularly. And if if you're not, that's that's not great. No. And the next one is when it's contributing to financial instability. So if you're in a dying industry, there's a crazy turnover or layoff rate at your company, if you're wildly underpaid, or you're in a family or relationship situation that threatens your financial security, that is a bad place to be in. Yeah. And I mean, from a job perspective, you can try to cut back on the amount of lattes you buy each week, but it might just be easier for you to just get a higher paying job. Yeah. It might be just time. If you're totally underpaid and undervalued. Yeah. You're, you're worth more and you can get more. And it'll grow resentment. If you're busting your ass and you're not even paid a livable wage, like yeah. even if it was something you once enjoyed doing, it's going to quickly be something you don't enjoy doing if you just can't even afford to live. Yep. So yeah. And last, if you have expressed unhappiness and communicated your needs, but nothing has changed, this to me is the final straw in any situation. And this applies to any scenario in your life if you're struggling with any of the things we just flagged the first step is always to communicate about it because no one can make a change if they don't know that you're feeling like your confidence has taken your hit or you're not Mm -hmm. properly compensated you're not being empowered so if your employer or loved ones are aware that you're not happy with how things are going and no effort is made to improve things that is the greatest sign that it is time to move on because you're not cared about and it's not going to get better yeah that is huge And when it comes to your career, like a lot of experts will tell you that you should probably avoid quitting a job before you have another job. But I mean, the reality is a little bit more nuanced. Like if you're in the corporate world and you're depending on a constant income stream and like your your finances depend on it, then definitely remain on the job hunt if you're disenchanted with your current job and just network consistently and try to line up that other job before jumping ship. But of course, if it's a really toxic environment and it's harming you and like all the things that we just listed above are happening then you got to quit when you need to because like these days future employers are going to understand that small gap in your resume. I've honestly never really harped on that in any interviews I've done because people take leaves, people travel. It doesn't really matter anymore. This is a different era. I feel like a lot of career coaches and career advice is still very based on like a different, a different time. Yeah. These days, if there's a gap, unless it's like fucking five or 10 years, like no one cares. Yeah. If you took two months off, like no one, no one's going to notice. But like, yeah, I get it. If you're in a situation where you just kind of need to be working then just keep your job while you look around but if you're quitting to go freelance or to start a business sometimes you just need to quit cold turkey before having everything figured out to make room and to add urgency for all of the things that you need to do that's what I did like I didn't necessarily have full-time freelance work lined up before I quit but I knew there was opportunities and it opened the door for a lot more to flood in but ultimately my biggest piece of advice is someone who has quit two jobs that just weren't (laughs) serving me in the last two years that's a great track record is to truly listen to your gut because I wouldn't have changed a thing about doing that this 
And this isn't some like woo-woo shit because your intuition is a powerful resource that can subconsciously evaluate all of your life's experiences and how you're actually feeling without all the filters that you tend to put on your own life. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that in all decisions, your gut already knows what you need to do. I know when I stop telling myself stories and like quiet the own bullshit in my head, when I actually listen to what is within my gut, I already have the answers. I already know what I need to do. And I also just want to reiterate that when it comes to quitting, like you shouldn't just quit because it's hard. I feel like that's where we get the idea that quitting is giving up. And so Mm -hmm. if something is just way more difficult, you tried something, it's proving really hard. Don't just give up. That is quitting for the wrong reason because quitting shouldn't be about avoiding hard things. It should always be about choosing yourself over something that might be harmful if you remain. So make sure that you're quitting for the right reasons. And if you are, then you're not giving up. You're just opening yourself up to something better. And for me, quitting when I'm not happy or growing in a situation has just become so incredibly empowering. And it's been an act of like choosing myself, betting on myself And that's scary to do. That's taken me a lifetime to finally bet on myself the way that I just recently did. And incredibly, every time that I've quit, a huge opportunity has knocked on my door immediately after. Things that weren't even lined up. It keeps happening. I quit. I'm like, this is a not, I'm not in the right place right now and it's not serving me. I end it. I work hard to like, what am I going to do next? And then opportunities come knocking because I've opened myself up and I'm responsive and I'm able to engage in anything that comes my way and say yes to everything and please don't think if you're grappling with whether to quit or not right now don't think of it as a loss think of it as a freeing as an opening as your next step forward yeah you're allowing the universe to bring opportunities into your life and like jill is killing it everybody i just want to shut up my girl over here (laughs) yeah you are living proof that sometimes you just got to take the leap and good things will come 100 percent. and I mean we we both quit a a job that we were in uh together a few years ago and it was the watching you do it it was so good for you and for your mental health and for the rest of your life because the burnout was real (laughs) the burnout was real and I yeah and it allowed me to meet new people at my the new role that I took after that one and it's just been it was a good decision good decision but What's key is that once you've decided to quit, it's also important to quit really well, which you and I have done in all of our, yeah, all of our quittings. It's important. (laughs) We're seasoned good quitters. We're seasoned quitters. So whether it's a job or a friendship, it really is true what they say that you should never burn your bridges and you'll never know when you'll cross paths with these people again or how they could impact your future. You really want to end things with grace. A hundred percent. I know I haven't. So have you been afforded amazing opportunities from former colleagues after quitting Mm -hmm. or in my case, even after I was laid off because in those situations, we went above and beyond to leave on a high note. So make sure you do that and don't no matter how disenchanted you are with a workplace like end on a high note because you will be remembered for that your last couple weeks are so important they really really are so practice what you're going to say when you leave or resign book a one-on-one chat don't just like don't do a an email or just like a quick phone call have a real chat with the with your manager make notes to prepare if you need to I rehearse what I do before when I was really close with a manager and I quit like I invited her out for drinks and we like we had many many drinks and discussed everything honestly because I was like we're too close and this is too real for me to just like you know mm-hmm. half-ass this resignation like this this has meaning and I want to do it right 
Yeah. And it's also really key to emphasize the positives mm-hmm. and to show a lot of gratitude when you're quitting. Unless, of course, it was like a totally abusive culture and you don't yeah. feel psychologically safe. Like, don't don't worry about it then. But like going in and expressing like, I, I learned so much here, but yeah. I'm just ready to take on this new opportunity and focusing on that angle versus like, well, I hated this and I hated this about the job. Yeah. That's not going to serve you. That's, That's so true. Yeah. And one, like one time when I quit, I had this whole list of reasons why I wanted to prepare to share. And my partner was like, you know what? Those aren't important right now. Like if you want to book a, a chat about the culture and about what went wrong yeah. at a further date and provide constructive feedback that's fine mm-hmm. but like to your direct manager right now you don't need to show up and shit on things you need to nope. show up and talk about your relationship with them and how much how great it's been and leave on a really high note rather than like going in there and telling them everything that has been wrong yeah and you can save some of those harder more candid conversations for HR, which we will get to later. Yeah. Another great thing that you can do is offer to help however you can during the transition. Truly help during this process. Don't be checked out. Trust us. They will often remember you the most in those last few weeks than the majority of like your career there. Yeah, 100%. So if you can help with hiring your replacement or whatever it is, putting together transition documents, just be like an A plus yeah. player in yeah. this. This is like your final, your final bow before the curtain closes. And speaking from experience, save any pertinent portfolio pieces or work that you've completed, positive feedback that you've gotten, like do the homework to save all of that before you even resign. Because in some cases you might be walked out immediately if you're going to a competitor, depending on what your contract is. So just have all your ducks in a row for what you need and you want to take away from that job because that shit comes in handy and having lost all of that after one job, I was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is key. Like obviously make sure you're not taking things you shouldn't be taking, but yeah. yes, keep the stuff that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then check your contract to see how long you're obligated to stay for after resigning, because sometimes it's more than two weeks. Like, I realized that at a company, I actually under gave them the the timeline that they were I was obligated to give so be careful and always at least give two weeks so you're not screwing them over and like bonus points if you can help train and prepare your incoming replacement that's just even better I know some people who've like come back for a day and like trained there and got paid for the day to to train their replacement so anything you can do to help and if you do really have constructive feedback for your company you can ask for an exit interview with HR and be ruthlessly honest we yeah, we, we have that. both done that in one <laughs> workplace where it was truly necessary to provide feedback on how to fix the the situation there and that that's you save that for HR not necessarily like for your manager or your team because like mm-hmm. they, those people are in it with you like they're just trying to navigate it as well uh, whereas HR can action on it or at least you know f- follow the appropriate avenues and it just allows you to save that relationship with your yeah. with your manager a bit yeah and then The most important thing, stay in touch with anyone you had a good relationship with. Because as we said, your network is everything. You never know who's going to hire you one day or who's going to be your boss one day. Agreed. Agreed. Network is everything. Even if you're like, you're like super over a place that you worked at and you're just like, fuck it. Never going to look back in that one. Stay in touch with the people that made it good. You don't need to leave Mm -hmm. them behind. You're just leaving a specific job behind. But Exactly. So we hope this episode helps guide you in your decisions and just shows you that sometimes quitting is the necessary step towards a better life. And when it's done right, it can be really empowering. So true. And quitting enables you to honestly try everything, to test the waters, to do everything that you've ever wanted to do, knowing 
that you can just stop if it's not right for you. Because I think the idea that you have to stick with something forever is often what totally paralyzes us from taking chances and trying new things. So go forth knowing that you can try anything that you want and quitting is always an option if you need to take a different path. And it's not giving up. It's just giving into a new a new path ahead. I love that. Good luck, friends. You got this. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.